Hello and welcome to the first episode of the second series of Fajitas Tonight with me Morgana and me Elle. So you heard that right, we're rebranding. It's a rebrand. How exciting and what has caused our rebrand is that me and Elle are moving forward with our lives. We've had to leave, we basically had to leave uni. Yeah, we've had to leave and we no longer live together. Which is the saddest thing of all, so I'll be accepting condolence letters I know. at I'm, any point. I am actually sat here right now in Elle's trackies, so our relationship is not truly over. I know. She's come to visit me in the sticks in Surrey. <laughs> in the Left sticks. Left the London life behind for beautiful an evening. show home, which has lovely plants and spotlights. It is actually amazing. Exposed brick wall. I mean, it's a fake one, it's wallpaper. It's still the aesthetic. But we try, we try. But yeah, me and Elle are no longer together. I miraculously managed to get a job in London. Round of applause. Um, whoop, whoop, whoop. We all thought it wouldn't happen, but no, it somehow stop. did. It somehow stop. did. Elle has also got a job, um, a much better paid one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she's that's starts... why you don't go into publishing <laughs> i love my job i love my job um and but yeah you're starting a little bit later so i've spent so... the whole month just reading while morgana's been getting up at 7 a.m yeah sorry morgs i know but it's good because the job is also about reading it kind of ties into what we consume isn't that crazy how life works out like this but um, the main takeaway is that me and Elle are no longer living together and can no longer deliver these nuggets of you know, Wisdom. quality conversation yeah. once a week. And we are now going to push it back to once a month. So we will still be delivering, just it's going to be a bit further apart. We feel like it's better to give a commitment of once a month than sort of say, oh, when we next see each other. And mm, yeah, for so sure. This is better. Exactly. And we'll have like a whole bunch of things that we've consumed. There could be a bit of prep. We'll be a bit more worldly because we're entering real life. <laughs> All of the above. It's exciting times, so um, we're excited for this episode, which is sort of a reflection on the first ever episode we did. Um, we're going to listen back, cringed a lot. Oh, I did, I did. Yeah. God. And we're going to like look at influencer culture again, but also um, with what's currently going on in the media. So the Jesse Nelson documentary, Jade Goody, her kind of, um, what do you call that a documentary? What I think it? so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that was good. Um, so we're going to look at these and also discuss what we've been reading listening to eating as always oh yep so a bit of a classic episode with a bit of a as we move forward with our lives we're also going to reflect on our first ever episode and what we (laughs) used to think and god yes it was cringy (laughs) so we hope you enjoy let's get started So we're going to kick off our discussion for this week by talking about the Jade Goody three-part documentary, which was aired, I think, at the end of August. We watched it together, didn't we, Morgs? Yes. Um, and, yeah, it really affected me. I cried. Did oh, you really? Cry? No, did you... when did you cry? I cried. Third episode. Yeah, obviously. Oh, How could you not cry at that? It was so hard-hitting. Yeah, it was. But it really painted her in a different light for me. Because obviously we were quite young when she was sort of around. And I remember seeing her on the second... Uh, the second Big Brother series that she did, the celebrity one, and I remember her her in my mind was a bad person that was like quite overtly racist. That's just how, and then she died of cancer suddenly, and that's just sort of how she's been memorialized in like popular culture memory. And this really showed a different side to her and made her out not to be as silly or stupid or ignorant as we all, I think, thought mm. because. It really painted her as a real businesswoman and the person that sort of kicked off yeah, reality celebrity life. It was really interesting watching it, like, 
post Love Island because I feel like she was literally the prototype for the, all the reality stars we see now. But in the documentary, they were like, Jay Goody was the first person who did this, the yeah. first person who really like like moved her own like publicity machine like was literally there for the paparazzi and would like storyboard what was going to be in the papers that's what i thought she, was like mad. fed it yeah, yeah that she yeah. was in like cahoots with this uh young photographer mm. and that they would plan that she would do something that normal celebrities wouldn't want to be caught doing like tripping over or eating a takeaway but that was all part of her curating her own image and being in control of it so i was like kind of like head like nodding my head to her like kudos like you had control of your image yeah yeah it was really interesting because I wasn't watching it in like a I like you I dislike you like what type of person do I think you are I just found it so fascinating that she like played with the press in that way yeah but then it was it was like the power of the media was what kind of (gasps) like shone to me there was literally a guy who in her the first big brother that she was in was tasked I think his job title was literally something like anti-big anti-big yeah Yeah. totally so his job was literally to like stir up anti-jade goody sentiment and the comments were awful he was calling her like a pig a monster from the sea and then like he literally decided let's turn this around let's make jade like a national hero and suddenly she She was an icon and everyone adored her and it was like one man's conscious decision it was absolutely ridiculous to watch it's interesting because those newspapers like news of the world that like that doesn't even exist anymore yeah and oh the phone hacking played into it that was really interesting oh my gosh that was in that's a whole nother thing that i thought was so sad how jeff was it jeff brazier was saying that that really affected their relationship and they thought they couldn't trust each other and thought they couldn't trust each other's friends i know and then realized it was because you know these journalists were listening in i thought it was like actually despicable like it made me feel sick exactly think about how many other people that affected well there's the whole millie this is so separate the millie mm. dower thing where so millie dower was a, a young girl i think she was about 13 or 14 who was mm. kidnapped and killed um and they thought she was still alive for a number of days or weeks after because she'd been logging in she'd been air quotes logging in to her voicemail oh but it was the phone hackers that is so, so it gave bad. hope to her parents when actually she'd been dead all the time and it also you know changed the investigation because they were looking for a missing child not a murdered child yeah so i just think the, the phone hacking scandal is absolutely oh it's impulsive. despicable i know and some of the journalists you're literally watching them like do you have any morals at all yeah have you seen the foxy noxy amanda Knox? yes i have netflix we might have mentioned it before but the journalist the british journalist mm. who speaks on that in the same way that the, the anti-big brother correspondent spoke on this mm. was like seething like glee like he was so mm. proud of the headlines that he'd come up with and yeah i was just like, how can you be this happy with destroying somebody else's i know life? i know well this totally ties into the other documentary that we watched which was jesse nelson's odd one out i cried at that oh i cried at that yeah, yeah. oh so hard hitting and i think that is actually such an essential watch for everybody essentially jesse nelson is from little mix and um she was just kind of recounting the online abuse and trolling that she received when she was on x factor and, and from since, then onwards yeah. yeah um basically she was called like the fat one and just really yeah really horrible like really ugly being told she should go and kill herself i know awful stuff and again you just think like who are these trolls who like literally have this barrier like total lack of empathy that they could say that about someone and not think of their feelings i understand it and it was interesting somebody (coughs) i can't remember if it was her or somebody on that documentary said you know people can say what they want but it's totally different when it's put out there for them to hear. Obviously, everyone's allowed to have their opinion. You might not like someone. You might think someone is 
ugly and that's you know in itself is not nice but that might be your opinion but the fact that you're able to air that and tell them directly and bombard them with this information <coughs> with the with the ultimate aim it must be to to make them, them feel awful about themselves but yeah, yeah they always say it's, it's like the trolls themselves must be insecure or whatever i don't know they're taking it out on someone else but it's just awful and like i guess the progression from like the jade goody era to now and what jesse nelson experiences that the trolls are like online and behind a screen and more Social anonymous. Media. Oh, do it I hear the face of tonight drinking game? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> have a shot. Rose, if possible. Is it Pandeo if we're being specific? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the progression. Whereas I think with Jade Goody, people could be quite open about their opinion on her, or so it seemed. Well, in I guess the that would only, that could only circulate amongst friends. Mm. Or if they went to watch Big Brother Live and had those posters yeah. saying something nasty. Or if the press got hold of it and decided that they were going to latch onto that sort of narrative. Mm. But apart from that, the ordinary person would never be able to directly tell Jade Goody how much they hated her. Yeah. Whereas Jesse Nelson can get that. It doesn't take any effort from the trolls. Mm. They set up a separate account. That might might even be their own account. They might have absolutely no embarrassment at being yeah. themselves online with like their real name and sending her abusive messages. And that's the difference. That's why it's... It's not worse. Well, it's it's bad, but it's like as in Jade Goody, what she experienced from people was bad, but it's worse for Jessie because she just you can't escape it. Yeah, and it's interesting. I think it's literally like physical newspapers seem to be more Jade Goody's thing. And what's yes. the phrase like? One day's news is the next day's chip paper. Right. And obviously, she set up that relationship with the paparazzi guy, so she was literally in control of her own narrative, and she was controlling what was in the papers. Mm. Whereas Jessie with social media um is like she's not in control of her image and what is being said yeah it feels like i mean that this there is that is true to an extent for both of them but but with that even the example of so if jay goody appeared in a newspaper you might read that at home and you might comment on it to your partner yeah something negative but when jesse nelson posts a picture of her on her Instagram page, mm. someone can comment on that directly and she will see it because it's below the photo. Yeah. And I think that's the saddest part is that I think people or trolls believe that maybe these celebrities are so busy with their celebrity lifestyle yeah. that they don't read these. When actually Jessie was saying it became a real issue of her obsession. that she couldn't stop looking at yeah. all these negative comments. It was so sad to watch because you could really see how it had affected her personality. Like she was behaving like more like a diva with the other girls and everything. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, it was really sad that the other girls were kind of saying, you know, like, oh, she, yeah, she has to, everything has to be absolutely mm, perfect. Mm. And her explanation wasn't, you know, it's not that I'm a diva and it's not that I want to look the best out of everyone. It's that I will get stick if this isn't perfect. Yeah, yeah. You won't experience that. I will. And I just thought that made my heart break. I, was I like, know, so exactly. Because everyone's been in this situation where, this sounds so silly to bring it back down to this, but like, where you're getting ready for a night out and you feel like you don't look nice. Yeah. And everyone's saying, oh, it's fine, it's fine, get in the picture, you look great, you look great. Yeah, and you just yeah. Think, I look horrible. I, I'm not happy with how I'm looking. Mm. I don't want anyone to put up this picture of me. And it's like that situation, which I'm sure everyone has experienced, oh, boys yeah. and girls. But except, but times a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh my god, it was it was really hard to watch. I think it's so important that people do watch it, so they hopefully like. I mean, I don't know. I hope it is documentaries like this that you would think would make other people stop and, like, actually think about what they're saying before they say something. To yeah. Someone. No, totally. I think it is bullying at the end of the day. It's just bullying. It is. Yeah. And there's a campaign at the moment that do you know Bobby Norris from The Only Way Is Essex? 
Yeah, Jen's Bobby. Best Bobby. Oh, yeah, Bobby. Yay. You're right, Bob. That one. Yeah. <laughs> Great Essex accent. <laughs> he is um, currently doing like a petition to get Parliament to discuss trolling and like taking accountability. Yes. And lots of social media um, influencers and celebrity, like reality star celebrities, are, are like doing, you know, swipe up to sign the petition. And I think it really should be. Oh, for enacted, sure. And it should be, be accountability. So much but then so I think much. that then there's. Sorry, I'm just reading off no, the go on. my head now. Then would there be an issue of, obviously, with accountability is positive, but the negative would be the being tracked. So would it be that you have to confirm your identity before you open up a social media account? And then it all goes a bit like Chinese government. I was like, literally made that segue in my head. Yeah. That's very Black Mirror. Yeah, everything's got a Black Mirror slippery slope, hasn't it? That's it, literally the episode, isn't it? Nosedive, when you have to behave really happy and positively. Social media. And, and um, like, your social interactions physically affect, like how economically prosperous yeah. well, you are. Well, that's how it is in China. Like yeah, 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 I know. It's literally like, if you're not good to people, then your children will go into worse schools. And, like, you can't get as good of flights and stuff. Like, it's actual reality. It's insane. But, yeah, that is the Black Mirror episode. But at the same time, there are limits. I think if you're being a dick online, like, there should be accountability for that. No, of course. But, I mean, does that... Because it all... It all centres around who controls. Yeah, who's got the data. Yeah, who's got the data, what government is in power that can use that to their advantage. Mm. So we, we would say, yes, it's really great to be accountable because it affects people negatively when they're trolling. What if we got some strange, really far right-wing politician in and they decided that they were going to... I don't know, if we said anything negative about them, they would have that information about us... And it would be linked to our social... Do we even have a social... Like our yeah. our national insurance number. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's sort of like, yes, it would be good in theory, but then what happens if that information is skewed in a way that we don't yeah. like? And obviously that was on personal mm. opinion then. I know. It's such a system of check and balances, like freedom of speech. But then that is democracy. How did we get to this point? I don't know. We've gone very political. Should we bring it back to something trashy? Anyway, me and Elle watch reality TV. (laughs) I've started watching TOWIE again. Have you? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Oh, which series have you gone from? The current one? Oh, yeah, I just started watching it again. Well, Elle, actually, that ties in very nicely with what we're just saying, isn't it, really? Because it's all, like, to do with how appearances are changing and stuff. Like. And I, because I have recently what listened back to our first episode, cringe, we talk a lot, gag. cringe and gag, both. Um, we do talk about cosmetic surgery and like the patterns of that. Yeah. And like the appear, like exactly with Jessie Nelson, like she's criticised for not fitting a certain aesthetic, like, and she's vilified for that. So it's like trying to like put everyone into the same box. Jade Goody was at the start as well. Everyone's calling her fat or whatever. Yeah. And it was really sad when Jessie Nelson was... Um, well, did she talk about her lips or was that somewhere else? I think I went onto Twitter as I was watching it and the first thing that came up was a negative comment. And then I scrolled down, there were loads of positive things about yeah. it. But the first thing was like, she looks like a blow-up sex doll with her lips and her hair and her face. And I was like, oh. have you actually just watched this because you're taking the wrong thing from this? It's awful. But, um, yeah, she's obviously felt the need to make those alterations to herself mm. because of what's happening with the trolling and I thought mm. the saddest thing I thought about the documentary bar the meeting the mother whose 16 year old daughter had killed herself oh, wow. as a result of trolling yeah, yeah. was when she said that she'd never had any issues with the way she looked before she went on X Factor and I thought that was just heartbreaking because I don't know you'd think that for for the depression that 
Jessie Nelson felt and the yeah. lowest she felt. You'd think she might have had pre-existing like issues with self-esteem, but she was like, no, I was always happy with who I was, very confident, and then after X Factor, I was like a shell of a person. I thought that was really That's sad. so sad. But so, sorry, yeah. I, was I feel like it's quite it. a common narrative as well. No, I was just... Um, the reason I made the segue is because I was going to ask you, like in Towie, like how many people do you see who haven't had some kind of work done or I mean like the stereotypes that they're all looking very similar at the moment yeah they're Science all very GC. young do you know how young they are some mm. of them are like 18 19 oh my god but they look older I don't know if it's because of the Essex look you know sort of everyone always looks a bit old mm. a bit glam and I I'm sitting here with no makeup on and tracksuit bottom <laughs> embarrassing but like they all look older and I think a lot of them have had this is just my personal like me being like I think they've had this done um, you do have a very good radar for this sort of thing. I think... Are you zooming in on pictures? Like, I, think I know. I'm literally on. like... I would text Elle and I'd be like, this person had a nose job? <laughs> <laughs> and Elle's like, yes, no. <laughs> um, I think a lot of them have had some work done. I think so. Which is... Yeah. Mad. Interesting. Mad. The trend. Yeah. Well... Yeah, because me and Elle also watched Kathy Burke's All Women. All Women? Is it All Women? I think it's All Women. Uh, which aired over the last month uh, there are three episodes and the first one's on beauty and um, this circles back to what we talked about in our first ever episode um, because she talks to Megan Barton Hansen from Love Island yeah. about and I thought she'd had 25 grand worth of surgery but in this apparently it was 40 oh, um, and she was talking about all the work that she'd had done and like how she was so criticised for it and she said that she hated that and I think in that way she did say she I'm pretty sure she said she'd take it all back. But then Kathy was, like, saying, but your beauty is granted you such privilege. Like, you mm. can't deny that. What you've done to yourself has, like, opened doors for you. Yeah. And then she did accept that. But she was talking about how the beauty stuff had gone so the other way that she was criticised for going too far, yeah. you know? Like, you like, in the way that you just can't win. Yeah. If you're natural, you're going to be criticised and then, like, forced to fit into this... That's true. ...certain image. And then if you're really plastic, for a better word, then you're said, it's said you're not very, you're not natural enough. Yeah, and I feel like on the first episode of, that we did, not of Kathy Burke's, <laughs> um, of our first oh, episode, yeah, yeah. I think I must have said something like, um, it just needs one person or a few people to be strong enough not to succumb to that ideal of beauty and to get these injections for other people not to feel like they need them, like ordinary people who see celebrities. But I'm thinking about it, and I was thinking about it when watching uh, Kathy Burke's All Women, and particularly with Megan, I was thinking, well, they're going to be getting told daily that they need to change, or their lips are small, or their blah, 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 like Jessie Nelson was. And then they're also going to be getting offered free treatment. Like... a. I might have read it somewhere else or listened to it somewhere else, but like a lot of celebrities will be offered lip fillers, oh, cheek fillers, Botox, etc. Um, obviously to promote the service. And I think, well, if you're getting told that you will be better if you change this about yourself yeah. every day constantly, and then someone's offering it for free, who would not take that exactly, opportunity? Exactly, I know. And I think it just must be on reflection. Like I probably like slagged celebrities for a bit too hard for for saying that they should resist. Yeah. Because it must be impossible to resist when you're getting that much, like, stick for it and then the opportunity exactly. to be free. And then you realise, like, with Jessie Nelson, the trolling was just so persistent that yeah. it did alter her behaviour. Yeah. And anything that relentless would probably change 
your views. Your view, yeah. It's so quite easy be... for us, anonymous, exactly. walking down the street to be like, oh, I'd never do such a thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would never say never say never. Well, I would never say never say never. Does that even make sense? I don't know. I think you might have had a double, triple negative in there. I would never say never. That one. To getting plastic surgery. Because I don't know if I would. I would like to think no. Mm. But who knows? It's hard to say. Yeah. And I try not to... I try not to pass judgment on those who have. Yeah. Especially if it looks good online. (laughs) (laughs) But that's me. I'm a guilty... I'm a feminist, (laughs) but... Like a classic. Yeah. I'm a feminist, but... Exactly. No, I do. I fully support, like... I I want women to feel happy and confident. Not even just women. Like, men as well. Like, in their cells. But I just... I don't like the trend of it. And how... I don't like the thought that, like, young children growing up are going to see all the faces that they're going to see will not be natural. And then they feel they have to change. That's the thing. I think I don't like... It's not that I don't don't like like what people do to themselves. That's fine. But I don't like that I feel and others will feel the pressure to do it also. Exactly. And I know every celebrity who's had stuff done says, oh, I'm not promoting it. I would never make anyone else want to feel like they need this. But you are inherently by having it And it doesn't exist in a vacuum. That's the thing. It's not isolation. It's like, it's not like, oh, I feel a bit self-conscious about my face, so I'm going to change something. It's literally like, if you've got a platform, that will probably have an influence. By definition, an influencer would probably have an influence. Am I right? Am I right? You are a genius. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all in all, I think those three documentaries together have made me really think about influencer culture, living like people who live their power lives. Power of online, the media. Power of the media. Beauty. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Jesse Nelson one was my winner. Oh god. I actually yeah, would recommend to rank, that to so many people. I'd say oh the Jay Goody one was really good. Yeah, one. I'd put that as two. Yeah, okay, Jesse, Jay Goody, then Kathy yeah, Bags. But all thought provoking. Very, very interesting. interesting. Yeah. What other topics me and Al love to delve into. <laughs> On to the classic for Heaters Tonight segment. What have we been consuming this month? I feel like this whole I, month. I went to say week. <laughs> We've changed, we've rebranded. So Elle, what have you been consuming TV wise on the box? Um, I had not watched Gavin and Stacey the full way through <gasps> and was feeling quite left out at a friend meetup where about ten of you were discussing the clothes. Oh, it's fantastic. And I was just sitting there like, I have no idea. So I binge watched all three series and I'm in love. Oh, can we do our tears? Oh, what god tear. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, god tier, top tier, middle tier, shit tier. Okay. Ness, god tier. Yep. Mm. Pam! Oh my god, Pam. Pam is Jesus. no actually. I was thinking, like, who is the other one? I, Pam, Pam is Ness probably my number top. Yeah. Yeah. God tier is Pam and Ness. Yep, yep, agreed. Then I'd probably go Smithy. Yep. Mick. Yes. Um, Pete and Dawn. Together, <laughs> together. Dawn. Yeah, yeah, they are brilliant. That's it for my my top tier. Have you got any others for your top tier? No, no, I think I'm ready to move on. Middle tier, Bryn. Bryn. Um, Gavin. Mm, yeah, Gavin's alright. No, might just... Dave. Yeah, Dave. Doris. Funny. Yeah, Doris. And then my worst two would be Stacy and Gwen. Oh, Gwen's all right. She oh, just makes omelettes. That's what I mean. That's all she bloody does. Yeah, I know, but that's the, that's the gag. Don't that like it. That is the joke. It's actually annoying. <laughs> so funny. 
Oh my god, I actually oh, love that show. Omelets? I'm gonna have to rewatch for the Christmas special. Yeah, you I'm will. So it does take long. No, it took me like three days. Oh, oh, come on, Elle. <laughs> it doesn't take long. In my fun she says phase. she consumes every bit of media at lightning speed. Um, yeah, I have been watching. Please tell me. Big Little Lies series two. No spoilers, but give me a gist of what it's about. Absolutely fantastic. So Big Little Lies series one. It's based on one of our favourite books by Leanne Moriarty. Fantastic TV. We've watched that then, one together, yeah. I know, I'm just giving it for the listeners. A bit of context. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> series two, I genuinely think is the same level of quality. Like, amazing. Ooh. So basically, Meryl Streep comes in mm. and she is Perry's mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is a very complicated position to be in because it, it's literally, it's just a continuation of the first series and you think, how can there be enough material in that? But you actually think about it and you're like, every single character has got something complicated going on yeah and it's swapping between the characters and i was like usually you'd find one of them a bit more boring and switch off but every single character was so interesting yeah all so Do they delve more brilliant into... satisfying ending as well so you know in the first series um it's more focused on the three main ones so maddie yeah no this one's all five and okay the, I was it's say... still funny renata renata is jokes switching in an english accent renata um is so funny okay good she's amazing and then I obviously zoe kravitz's character a lot more because depth. she wasn't really no, in it in the, first she wasn't. Series, in the book she's in, in a, a bit more but yeah you've, <laughs> got, <laughs> you've got to watch it honestly one of my favorite tv shows of all time um something you've got to pay for so i had to go another route <laughs> 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 just watched it online didn't I, I? I will be buying the box set though so i can watch it with me mum physical i will yeah do you still have a dvd player we do yeah what well mum's you know they're not very good at this technology thing so we'll get oh, them in the box set for christmas she's gonna be upset with that she doesn't but it's okay mum yeah give it no one you. i know really. don't listen because it's a spoiler for your christmas present <laughs> um <laughs> and i've also been watching bake off for the first ever time which people are always so surprised oh, you've about never watched it before because i've like caught little I've snippets never really but i've never yeah i've never followed it but i now realize in order to stay in touch with office chat i need to watch bake off and it is a weird because I love reality TV and I love food and I love cake. And so it is a bit of a What do you weird... not like about it? I don't know. There's nothing I dislike about it. I do really like it. I've just never religiously followed. Yeah. Um, I think I just can't commit to a religious following. I mean, obviously I committed to love I Island, mean... <laughs> but I like to binge. Yeah. And I think Bake Off... It's quite bitty. When is it? But when it's, is it it's on? It's nice... The th- I think it's because of uni, to be honest. It's nice if you've got a TV and, like, you're having dinner and you, like, come together every, every Tuesday. Night. You know, but we didn't really watch live TV. No, that's what I mean, we binged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need a family setup. really. That's why I can get back into TOWIE, because it's, like, a yeah, mum gets home from on. work, we have dinner, then we watch TOWIE. Exactly, it's nice. Maybe I could start Bake Off. Yeah, you can't watch it without, unless you're eating, though. Because you would just want to eat. Well, mum's on a diet, so that's not possible. <coughs> she'll be complaining. That's very sad. I know. What podcast have you been listening to, Elle? Oh, Poddies. Uh, got to look at my little notes for this <coughs> one because there are a lot. Obviously, because I'm doing bugger all. My life at the moment is wake up, gym, which is obviously aided with a podcast, get ready. I, I do everything with a podcast. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, don't like the sound of silence in my house at the moment, apart from the screaming cat podcast sorry back to it so i've picked out a few special ones because i'm listening to about six a day if anyone has any recommendations please send it my way on my instagram so deliciously ella listen to about 10 of those but this oh, is my favorite so good. who why and how we love very good yes. had an expert come on and talk about sort of the difference between 
love when you first meet someone and how that evolves to being with someone for years which Ooh. as having a three and a half year relationship i thought was very interesting oh i would definitely um, give that a listen i love yeah, that podcast that actually she actually asks all the right questions i think it, they're to the so expert. good very and satisfying. they give a lot of time for the experts to talk yeah it's not them butting in all the time probably like we do i know we need to if we only had special on. guests i know who can we get on next if you want to be on the podcast, at us. Um, <laughs> no, so... we only go for elite celebrities. L. <laughs> <laughs> I actually met Phoebe Waller-Bridge the other day. Oh, oh, yeah, you did. I should have plugged that. And yeah. you saw Harry Styles. And I saw Harry Styles. Oh, that's something else we consumed. Me and Elle went to the theatre. Theatre? We saw yeah, Fleabag Live. I'm sick. So good. Yeah, and then I met her after Morgana Lethaki. Because I'm a working work. girl. You could have stayed another half an hour, you would have met her. She was oh, wearing very oh, nice embellished oh. top. It was and very sure, late by that point. Very late. I'm sure she would like to come on the podcast. Ooh, we'll get in touch. We weren't allowed to take photos or videos in the queue though, a bit rubbish. Anyway, today in focus, I listened to The Man Who Gave Birth, which incidentally there was, well actually it's not incidentally, that's why there was a podcast about it. There was a documentary filmy thing on about it last week, which I need to watch. And it's about a... Um, trans man who was still able to um carry a baby and give birth so gave birth to a son a few years ago um and all about like the interesting like medical info behind that wow and the kind of the emotional impact that had um very interesting uh listen to oh new podcast evil genius oh okay is that a netflix show Yes, it is. I have watched that. Oh, okay. Evil Genius, the Netflix show, is about a woman and a man who, like, strap a bomb to a guy and then he delivers something yes, and he dies. Yes, that's it. Quite good. Would recommend. Um, Evil Genius, the podcast, mm. completely different. Three people on a panel with Russell Kane discuss a famous person in history Ooh. and decide definitively whether they are an evil... Uh, evil are an evil are evil or a genius oh I like the sound that I really like Russell Kane's um, yeah. Boys Don't Cry podcast yeah and so they've done so the Walt Disney one was quite interesting ah. is he a racist or a genius um, they've also done Marie ah. Mari Stopes who came up with like birth control but she was also a eugenicist so originally Ooh. her birth control was to stop like black people from having children I feel like there were so many people you could do on that that's literally, literally it's so you good. could say evil genius or problematic fave you, problem, it's the same question it's, it's so good would recommend they did a Hugh Hef one <gasps> yeah Ooh. we love a bit of Hugh Hef what was their they? outcome uh, I think they said evil interesting yeah because um, we also recommend the Amazon Prime Hugh Hefner docuseries yeah I think it's just called Playboy loved Playboy. that didn't we that I might was very good that. yeah I might go back um then I listened to Happy Place, Reggie Yates. You've listened to Loved that, that episode. Possibly my favourite of all of the Happy I think Place maybe episodes. because they just have such a natural rapport. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like chemistry, like we might have. Oh, yeah. Thanks to that, something like that. Uh, commenter who said that. Oh, chuffed oh. about that one. But yeah, they had such a good... Yeah, they've been yeah. friends for so long. And it reminded me of one of my favourite CBBC shows, which was... Was it made in America? Only in America. Oh, I didn't watch that, but I watched Smile. Oh, yeah. Nev. Do you remember Nev the bear? Oh, my God, I do. He had his ear. I remember when his ear yeah, got crunched off. off. Yeah. But I thought that was really interesting. And, like, to listen to Reggie talk about how it was hard to tackle being a, sort of a celebrity and also keeping grounded in his, like, estate in London and, you know, being true to himself, etc. Yeah. I thought that was really And how he owned... Wasn't it, like, something... 3,500 3, 3, pairs of shoes. And then he went to, I don't know, like, Africa or somewhere. And he... We realised that, like, how 
that ridiculous was ridiculous. It was. And he donated like half of them. And then he moved into documentary filming because he realised he couldn't live like that anymore. Well, yeah, and also because his parents and like um, old people in his life were saying, you know, you're the only young black male that's got this. Yeah, you've sort got of this platform, platform, and you should really be using it to. That to, ties into to our last step. Should celebs voice their political opinions? Yeah. I well, think he that doesn't is. really. Does he voice it that? I don't know. I think that's a general question, like voicing political opinions. But does it mean, like, what I mean is, should celebrities use their platform for good? Oh, yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. We've already discussed this, Morgana. Listen to the previous episode. Sorry, it was just a plug. The Daily, keep classic, I love The Daily by the New York Times. Uh, keeping Harvey Weinstein's secrets. There's two parts. Listen to the first part today with Lisa Bloom. Oh, my God, did not know this. But basically, have you heard of Gloria Allred? No. She's like the women's attorney like the top women's attorney for like women who have been sexually assaulted okay by celebrities i'm pretty sure she led the um bill cosby people i think she supported stormy daniels okay. in her case against trump she's like the top lady you call if you're a woman who's been assaulted harassed etc by famous or powerful men okay turns out well i don't actually know her oh. so, but her daughter lisa bloom first episode on lisa bloom was also the attorney for Harvey Weinstein before the scandal broke. Ooh. And it talks about the prep that they did together and how Lisa was suggesting ideas for how Harvey could handle the situation when it came out. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it was saying, like, we can do this with um, articles about Rose McGowan. We can, I know someone who can get them to the top of Google so when they search her name, she'll be discredited immediately. This is your crisis management. Yeah. That is the definition of a scandal. Wow. It's a scandal. So let's see what the second episode has to say. It comes out tomorrow. Ooh. But The Daily is always a great one if you're interested in American politics or popular culture. So those are my poddies. Do you want to bang out your yes. ones? Yes. So I discovered Off Menu, oh, which oh, yeah, is so ridiculous that. that I have not discovered it before because it's Are you upset too... you didn't think of it yourself? Yeah, basically. I <laughs> wish I could present that. I'd way rather that to this. <laughs> Um, but um, basically, yeah, two male comedians um, talk about people's dream meals, which is what I talk about and think about all the time. So I absolutely love it, and it's funny. I really like the episode with Lolly Adafope. Oh, recommend. I guess it's that one. Have you listened to the Sean Clifford one? Yes, I have. I like also, her. yeah. Oh, such a good podcast. Um, also, sound like a broken record, but ways to change the world. I really Which enjoyed one? the Margaret Atwood episode. Oh yeah, because I just think she's so articulate, and it was really interesting how, like, when he asks at the end, "What would be your ways to change the change the world?" I think people would expect her to say something like feminist or political. But she actually says, I'd plant more trees and I'd do these climate-related things. Can I do an impression of her voice? Okay, go on. If you're going to ask me that, I'd say just plant more trees. It's really all you've got to do. If there's no air to be breathed, then there's <laughs> She's no point Canadian. Alive. Doesn't um, that sound yeah. like her? That such, yeah, no, that, a is a, that is a good impression. Mallory Blackman, did you just... Uh, that was the other one I was going to say. Sorry, I'm I love. No, no, but she's got loads of like podcast apps that are really interesting. So... She's great. She's amazing. Isn't she amazing? Yeah, she Also, she lives in Clapham. Most of the reason I'm moving. Yeah, you need to bump into her <laughs> If I actually... Mallory! Mallory! I wrote my dissertation about you! <laughs> <laughs> um, also, listen to... Um, oh, discovered a new podcast. Again, bit, I'm so late to the party. Homo Sapiens with Will Smith and his husband. Oh, really? You've no, Will Young before. and his husband. You've not listened to that before? No! 
and I've heard it recommended so many times and I listened to it for the first time the other day and I love it. I'm going to get through the whole while, back catalogue. I listened to it last year. The Sam Smith episode's really good. That's one I started on and I'm going to... Is that an old one or a new one? Delve deeper. Um, it's, I think he was touring at the time. I love him on anything. I know. He's fantastic. Um, I mean, no, wait, we've fucked up there. Why? Them. They're fantastic. Literally two days ago, Sam Smith put out a... You probably haven't seen it because you don't go on social media that much. <laughs> Um, Sam Smith put out a notice saying that they were going to change their pronouns. Ah. So we must respect their decision. Ah. And make a conscious effort. Interesting. Yeah, so... Oh, that's Sam. great. You need someone in the public eye who does that. Yeah. I actually had some really good seminar tutors this year who would literally be like, you know, on the first day you'd be like, oh, does anyone have a nickname? They were literally like, what pronoun do you prefer? I was like, Ooh, ooh progress. That's very woke. I know, very woke. Um, also, listen to an episode of Fresh Air, which I haven't listened to in ages, with Tan from Queer Eye. Who's fre- what's Fresh Air? Hi, I'm Terry Gross, and this is Fresh Air. I've not listened to that. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. It's an American one. Fresh Air, I haven't listened to it. Fresh Air. <laughs> That's a really good impression, so you must have. <laughs> Maybe you haven't. I haven't listened to it. What's, it, what's the podcast? Um, it's, it's kind of like The Daily. So that delves into like American, well, not American stuff, but like it's a really good discussion one. Okay. Don't Hilo have recommended it loads. Wow, I'm very surprised by this. What's now. Mark Maron's episode? Um, oh, um, not, uh, I don't know. I think I get confused between those two, so I thought uh, I was just ignoring it because his ramble on a bit for me. Yeah, sorry, continue. Um, yeah, the episode with Tam was just quite interesting because um, he was kind of talking about his background and like being a gay Muslim was made him a real minority and then now his husband is a Mormon and how they connected like that. I just thought it was really That's nice. I've not watched Queer Eye. Oh. I'll watch. Well, yeah. That, that's a very feel-good show. I do cool. enjoy. Um, and then, final one, I got back into one of my old faves, Desert Island Dishes. Did Off the Menu get you back into that? favourite. No, just eating. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the episode with Stanley Tucci. <gasps> that got me back in. He's on that. She's got big people now. Stop. I thought she had... Harriet. She's I got. She starts off with people like. She starts people off like with... Dolly. Yeah. Who she's like went to uni with or something. School. Um, school with. Did oh, it right. All right. Fact checking me away. But yeah, great podcast. Oh love wow. It. Who was Stan? Oh, Stanley on Love. Love Story. Oh. That was that was better than this, but this was still okay. really good. Well, yeah. I, I I love Stanley. I know he's such an angel. But that is what have you been reading? The poddies. What I've been reading um, ties into my podcast a little bit, I guess, because I listen. I read Knife Edge, which is the second book in the Noughts and Crosses series. Yeah. Um, because the latest book has come out, Double Crossed, which is set like, so the first books are kind of like when schools are just becoming um segregated. No, not segregated. Integrated. Just integrated. Um, whereas this most recent one is kind of more our present resembles more present day where there's like a naught mayor in power but there's still lots of like micro racism okay. um when's her thing coming out the tv show oh my god Buzzing i can't wait i'm so excited it's got stormzy in it I know. um but yeah knife edge the second book was very i found it quite difficult to read because sefi is just so melodramatic i understand why and the reasoning <laughs> but i do re- read it a bit like is this a good role model i don't really know but Still, generally good book. It's young. It's like young adult. It's fiction. young so adult. If, if you were fifteen, would you be like, "Oh my god"? Yeah. Like you'd probably find it more enjoyable. It's very dark, but I kind of credit her for that because I think she does things that other children or young adult authors are afraid to do, and it's like 
kids can handle it. <laughs> um, and I also read James O'Brien's non-fiction book, How to Be Right in a World Gone Wrong, uh, which was quite interesting, but also depressing because he, but it was kind of like transcripts from his radio show. And it's him, um, like, basically talking to people who voted Brexit. And they're just like, because pe- coloured people are stealing our jobs. They smell oh. like curry. And he's like, have you got your job, Graham? And Graham's like, well, yeah. And he's like, has anyone threatened your job or the job <laughs> of anyone you know? And he's like, well, no, but they are. They're coming in. And it's literally just like, he just breaks down all their arguments. So kind that of That sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll interview. Yeah. Um, what have you been reading, Al? Oh, let me pick up my little notes again, because obviously fun employment means I've been reading a lot. Hey. Um, I've read The Testaments. Oh, I'm halfway through. I'm loving every second. Okay, so do you want to discuss a little bit? Yeah, okay. of course. Cool, then. Roll off with your thoughts so far, because I don't want to spoil you. I know. Well, you well, you wouldn't want to spoil the listeners anyway, but... um, Oh, my God, this is so exciting. Can I just fit in a little aside? I'm cool, now then. working at Penguin. And... Are you allowed to say that? Oh, I think so. <laughs> Well, I just want to say that basically the, like, the reaction, it was literally felt like the release of Harry Potter. Yeah. It was, like, insane. Good it was, vibes. Yeah. It, like, everyone was dressed as handmaids. It was absolutely amazing. That's so interesting. Um, and, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think it genuinely satisfies all the questions that I have. Yeah. And it, I think she's chosen really good characters. I'm not, like, getting bored. Again, I don't find one viewpoint more boring than other ones. Yeah. I find them all really think. interesting. Yeah, that's true. And then I'll get really. In, I was getting really into one viewpoint, mm. and then it would switch to like Aunt Lydia, and I'd be like, oh. And then I'd get into it. Her yeah. character development is really strong. Yeah. I think that's what's, to me, <clears throat> the character development in the Testaments is, getting me through it more than the plot. Mm, interesting. And I can't remember if that's different or the same as the How Many Sell books I read it so long ago. Yeah. But I think what she's done. Not that you you haven't watched the series, have you? No. Yet? What she's done really well is you're able to read the book, watch the series, and then read this book. Yeah. And I think in the same way you'd be able to read the first book, obviously, not watch the series, and read this book. It's She's done that really well. She's included bits that lead on so it's not been ruined. Because I was worried yeah. that, because I've watched the series, it would have been ruined. Mm. Sorry. No. Uh, listen, I've read the To Kill the Truth by Sam Bourne. Um, got really excited about the blurb, which is basically <laughs> saying that... Um, fake news has gone too far and it kind of it's a fiction book and like depicting the idea of like fake news going too far and like um cctv and videos getting edited um and emails getting hacked and changed etc and it sounded really lit and i was like yes but i'm not not writing it that much to be honest Mm. there's a female character written by a male so i mean there's an issue there and it's just kind of like a bit yeah melodramatic um I read The Last by Hannah Jameson. Ooh. And that's set in like a apocalyptic time where this guy, he's like a narrate he he's like the narrator. He's in a hotel in Switzerland and um nuclear war ensues and they don't leave the hotel and someone's been murdered in the hotel. I liked it. Kinda of strayed away from again what it said on the blurb. The blurb made it out <laughs> like it was gonna be about someone was murdered in the hotel at the time that they'd all been there. Mm. But really someone had been you found this out early and you found the person had been murdered before the the apocalypse had happened and I was like, Would you really care? Ooh. Would you really care if the world's ending and the person that killed the person in the hotel was probably already left when everyone was fleeing? Would you? I don't know. It was good though. <laughs> uh Normal People by Sally Rooney. You've probably oh, no. mentioned it on the pod before. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you read Conversations with Friends this week. Yeah, I read both. Oh, my God. Um, 
Yes, I have mentioned it on the pod. What did you think of it? Loved it. Yeah. I love her style of writing. I really do. It's really like page turning. Yeah. It's so easy to read. It's weird she doesn't use punctuation, but it works really I love well. It, yeah, and I read Conversations mm. with Friends, obviously finished that this morning. Um and that just made me love her even more. And I think I prefer Conversations with Friends. Interesting. I'll give it a read and feedback. Um in about four years. Okay. A bit of much slower reading than now. <laughs> oh, I read Nineteen Minutes by Jodie Peacle. This was a while ago. I do Greece, love a bit of Jodie which was so good mm. it mm. was about um, if everyone should buy this and read Ooh. it it was about a school shooting and obviously she does all the perspectives of the guy who was doing the shooting Is there was an attorney involved uh. who had a child who went to that school the child who went to that school was who knew the guy who did the shooting similar oh, vibes to a spark of light that sounds like which is how she order. writes isn't it yeah. yeah yeah she did it in normal order which was really good and when I was reading it I was in Greece and it was like yeah, the beginning of August, like mid-August. Um, and I was reading it and it got me really emotional and I was, like, crying. Uh, and then, coincidentally, really sadly, there was a sh- there was the El Paso shooting in, in oh, America. Yeah. Um, and I listened to a few podcasts on The Daily about that. So if you scroll back down to The Daily to, like, middle of August and find those. And it just kind of, like, seemed really, like, circular to come round to that. And it just got me very emotional oh. and very, like scared for the future of America with guns involved um God. yeah I, I'll shut up about books now I've just started Expectation after the high lows recommendation oh so many good. and what have you consumed food wise in this very long time you're gonna have to go with the cream of the crop out oh my god in a month in a oh, month yeah. whenever we last were it was you know. a month ago it was okay well all I can think of off the top of my head is I went to The Real Greek, which is a restaurant. Ooh. There's loads of them, but there's we went to one in uh, Covent Garden. And I had the halloumi souvlaki, which is like oh. basically like a big, thick bread thing, like a naan almost. And then it's got chips in it, tzatziki, onion, lettuce, tomato, halloumi. Oh, my God. Wrapped up. Oh my that god, it was so, so good. good. Obviously, you meant to have it with me. And they had a jackfruit one. Ooh. And I asked for it, but they'd sold out, so I had to have a halloumi one, which was oh, equally as nice. Tell yeah. me about yours. No, that sounds lush. Um, I haven't really eaten out um, much lately, mostly because I am currently living on my friends, in my crashing at friends, living on the airbed out of a suitcase. <laughs> so uh, money is not <laughs> present. Uh, thank you Jazz for hosting me but we have done lots of nice dinner parties okay so let me talk you through so one evening oh it was so nice I say dinner party it's literally one friend comes around with a bottle of wine but you know we're snazzy <laughs> we whip out the posh table um, we literally it just happened that there was starter main dessert so it was Kathy. hello Kathy, um, who spent a lot I think she's no she didn't spend life she's got Moroccan she is Moroccan but she grew up in Dubai so I got confused but anyway she made this Moroccan dish which was amazing it was like aubergine tomato garlic onion like olive like yeah yeah like a like a, it looked kind of like a, a baba ganoush a posh baba ganoush and we had it with this really nice like sourdough bread like dipped so good. Can I meet Kathy? Or with like a red, red glass of wine, which I don't usually go for, but kind of went with the meal. Then for the mains, Jazz made my absolute favourite, well, I helped make, um, butternut squash and like honey and um, nutmeg soup. Ooh, oh, I haven't tried that. Oh my God, it's so good. We had it in Amsterdam, but back then we didn't have an oven, so we had to use the microwave to roast the butternut squash. It took about four hours. <laughs> but anyway, here, much easier, so much better. Again, much more bread. And then the dessert course, do you know what, like, roasted some peaches with this, like, Moroccan, 
um, like sugar mix. This sounds thing. very posh. It was so posh, but when you actually think about it, it was quite a cheap meal because it's all just veggies. I'm embarrassed to just be making your chili. Oh, no, I'm very, I'm very looking forward Can to I that. come round for? Elle's a... got all the stuff. We are actually having Mexican tonight. Woo! Woo! With tortilla chips, yes, yes. guacamole, salsa, yeah. yeah, all of the above. So excited. Indeedy. This is happy. This is like progressing. I actually did bring sriracha with me just to. <laughs> we went to the park the other day, <laughs> and Morgana whips out this big bottle of sriracha. I'm ready. I need to get one of those key rings. You do, it would run out too quickly. I know you're right. I need a. I don't know. Who needs water? If sriracha control? wants to sponsor Morgana. Yeah. We'll be very accepting. She I goes through so it too many. fast. I do. Anyway, I feel like that's come to a natural end now. Yeah, closed it off with food. Lovely. How we like it. Fajitas tonight is ending with Morgana and Elle eating chilli tonight. Next <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, hope you're glad that we're back. We will be seeing you in a month. Fantastic. Woo-woo. All right, bye.